I'm Allison, and our only friggin' goal with this podcast. Is that really our only goal? It actually is my only goal. Good job. The only goal is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with my one and only, the sexy red beard music producing audio mixing lover of a man, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hi. Good to see you. Yeah. I've been seeing you for about the past hour because two. what? Two? Two, hour, two hours. Oh, well, the reason why he felt the need to tell you not one but two hours is that, you know, just before this podcast episode, I needed to have a minor or major. It well, was I, well, tell me what you're going to say, then I'll freak out. It was a minor freak out. Yeah, it was a minor freak out. It wasn't out. really a freak out. It was just kind of a. You had to get some things off your chest. Mounting anxiety, just let's call it a fever pitch of concerns. <laughs> <laughs> the concerns in my mind came to a fever pitch. And so before Eric was able to just do what he wanted, which was just, you know, record the freaking podcast, he had to verbally process lots of emotions with me, his wife. It's part of life. Maybe you guys can relate. But since we've processed all the things that needed processing. I'm feeling a little bit better, a little more calm, cool, and collected. And now I can say that I am very excited about this podcast episode, episode 36. And it is Up Your Game, Taking Things to the Next Level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about taking things, whatever those things are, to the next level. What's the next level? It's the one just above where you're at right now. <laughs> Pretty complicated concept. Yeah. So I'm very excited. We're- Picture a ladder. Picture a ladder. That's good. And you're just going up a rung. A rung. So we're very stoked to bring you this episode. We're going to do that thing we sometimes do where Eric and I both have thought about the topic and then we go back and forth giving you some tips. And like usual, there are seven because I always have one more thing to say than Eric. Mm -hmm. So I do four. So I get the last word and he does three. And before we do that, we have a sponsor for today's episode. Psych, it's just me sponsoring my own podcast. (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by my two new audio courses, and they are called How to Work with Brands to Build Your Empire and How to Work with Influencers to Build Your Brand. They are fantastic audio courses, and they're going to help you find your people, make more money, and freaking dominate. And I'm going to tell you more about those in the middle of the show. So hope you're tantalized and teased. We don't have any segments we're going to do today. We're just going to jump right in. We're getting to the freaking point today. Because we are talking about taking things to the next level. As with every episode, it is all about application. I want you right now to think about something you want to take to the next level. Of course, it could be your life. I just want to take my life to the next level. Mm -hmm. But maybe if you get even more specific, it's going to be helpful. So maybe it's a relationship that you want to take to the next level. Maybe it's your attitude. What I like to do is I like to pick like a specific skill, like listening. I know I think I've talked about listening before. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot this year. I want to take my listening to the next level or I want to take my gratitude to the next level. If you need some ideas of different attributes you want to take to the next level, you could look back at any of my now 11 awesome attributes Mm -hmm. that I did for the year of awesome. Things like integrity, ease, ownership, ownership, enthusiasm, connectedness, connectivity. Connectivity. Yeah. I think that was one of them. Yeah. I can't even remember. I have so many things I'm working on. See? And so think about something you want to take to the next level. And it could be your work, your business. It might be a specific relationship. I've said the word specific a lot and it's getting harder and harder to say. (laughs) I want to take saying the word specific to the next level. So think about that. Give them some music. (laughs) 
And now that you thought about it, we are going to give you seven ideas we have that are gonna help you take whatever it is you want to the next level. And the first one I have is learning. Learning! You know what I was looking up the other day is on Reading Rainbow when he goes... Were you on readingrainbow.com? No, I just thought about that line, Lamar. It was Lamar when he goes, but don't take my word Word for for it. it. And then... (laughs) I want to have a segment like that, just not even on, I want it on my Instagram somehow, like I want an audio clip where it's like, but you don't have to take my word for it. Anyway, learn something. I have been reading How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, and I'm really loving it because I think it's easy with old school books like that to say like, oh, I've read it, or yeah, I know about it. But have you actually read it? Have you actually, at the place you are in your life right now, thought about the principles and really tried to apply them. I thought that I knew most of the principles in that book, but I'm like really trying to apply them and seeing some really awesome results in my life. So I think that, you know, our Getting Bookie With It segment, we do a podcast that shares lots of different ideas. Obviously, we try to place a huge emphasis on learning, but learning is going to help you take whatever it is you want to take to the next level because it gives you more information. (laughs) But I think that this is something that it's so simple yeah that it's like i want to be a better parent so okay let's say i want to be a better parent what do i do you watch parenthood you watch parenthood and instantly you become a better parent (laughs) or you just talk to all your friends oh i just feel like i'm such a bad mom or you call your mom mom i think i'm such a bad mom right or you get on instagram and you put up a post that is like man being a parent is really hard hashtag mom props or or you see other parents and compare yourself because you think they're doing (gasps) it better than you i was not just sobbing about somebody else's newsletter format that looks way better than my newsletter format. <laughs> but anyway, learning something is a much more productive way to attack the problem. Okay, so how do you learn? Oh, good question. Read a book, listen to a podcast. What no, about, no, no. What about like listening to an audio course? Oh, oh, hey, uh, listening to an <laughs> audio course. I wasn't going to sell it yet. Well, we're going to get there because listening to an audio course is a really good way to learn. Furthering your education. We are so lucky. We have access to so much information yeah. and information that you can do from your home. And my new courses are audio courses. And one of the reason I did them as audio courses is because they are intended for people who are business owners or influencers, which mm-hmm. I consider influencers also business owners and influencers should consider themselves business owners. Side tangent, I've had a couple of people say, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what an influencer is. Don't be embarrassed because it's a really new marketing term, but an influencer is just an easier thing to say than like blogger because I don't even necessarily blog very much anymore, but I create online content. Well, isn't it just anyone with some sort of a following? Yeah, influencer. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's just like a blanket term for somebody... It could be a YouTuber, it could be an Instagrammer, it could be somebody who's really active on Facebook. But I also consider influencers people who are, you're the type of person in your neighborhood who can get every single person in your neighborhood to buy Mm -hmm. whatever it is you're excited about, right? Yeah, everyone's an influencer at some degree. Yes. And so one of the reasons I did audio courses is because those, I think not those type of people, every type of person, you're doing a lot, you're on the go. And I have spent thousands of dollars on courses that I have not completed because they were video courses. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't sit down and force myself to watch the videos. Mm -hmm. Now that's on me. That's my bad. I know that I would. You don't don't like to sit. I don't like to sit. I really love to be like on a walk. So even if I could have somehow like been walking and watching the video courses, I think I would have completed them. Didn't you teach me, or even in the gratitude practice, you were teaching something about like moving helps your brain like learn better while yeah, you're moving? Yeah, the, the physical movement can help you change your state. Right. And one of the ways, and thank you for taking this back to learning, one of the ways to make your learning more effective is to change your physical state. Yeah. So this is something that I've been really researching because as I'm creating these audio courses and as I'm teaching my how to build an awesome brand workshop, 
stop. Once I felt like I had the content really mastered, I started focusing on how do people learn the most effectively? Mm -hmm. Like how are people able to really make changes in your life? And one of the ways that you can do that is by bringing yourself to a different state. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of different ways to bring yourself to a different state. One of them is with movement. Another way to bring yourself to a different state is through storytelling, by listening to stories. That's why storytelling is such an effective teaching method. I swear I didn't do this on purpose, but that's also why I did my courses, their interview style with industry leaders telling their story. Right. And that's also why in my Build an Awesome Brand workshop, I tell my story. And so I've been researching how to more effectively tell stories. And the whole reason why I'm spending all this time on story is because it helps people learn better. So back to the task at hand, how to bring your game up to the next level is to learn. You could even research how do I get better at learning, Yeah. right? And I think a big part of learning is paying attention to how you personally learn and like look back in your life and recognize, oh, I really learned something when I listened to Allison and Eric's podcast. Maybe you're more of an audio type of person. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and guess if you're listening to the podcast, one of the reasons you are is because this is an effective way for you to learn. Yeah. Right. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. Okay, so if you want to get better at being a parent, if you want to get better at listening, if you want to get better at working with brands and and influencers, you have to learn. You have to actively seek out books, courses, videos, podcasts, and continuously learning is how you're going to take your life to the next level. I wanted to share this quote from Dale Carnegie. If you are not in the process of becoming the person you want to be, you are automatically engaged in becoming the person you don't want to be. And that's one reason why I think learning is so important is if you're not actively trying to take yourself to the next level, become that person you want to be, you're not just staying neutral. I think you're moving further away from your goal. Right. And I, and I think that's true. It is. Because it's, again, it's always like the shark. You're you're, you're swimming or you're dying, right? Mm-hmm. That's what happens with sharks. Yeah, Did you know that? That's true. Okay. Number two, Eric. Okay. Um, and gosh, this is just my personal experience. That's all I can speak to. Everything we're sharing on here is our personal experience. And then we back it up with other people's stories and experience right. and quotes, but that's all we have to give. That's all I have. That's all we have. When I want to take myself to the next level, usually it's by observing other people who I respect and seeing where they are. And that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I try to mimic exactly what they're doing. I'm I'm just observing. I, I think I just want to take into account what I'm seeing. And you what have I'm, very carefully chosen the word observe because it is not mimic. It is not compare. No observe, I think really suggests this idea of taking, like taking a step back and just taking notice, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's 100%. So I observe what I can, what are their schedules? What are they working on? And you know, what audio courses are they investing in? Oh, I wasn't (laughs) trying to make the entire podcast episode a sales pitch. Hey, maybe I can though. You know what? If you, I'm not ashamed. These courses are so good, by the way. I edited, I edited every single second, and I have a new business venture coming up soon, and I'm, I'm already implementing these things, and I'm so pumped on it. So I'm unabashedly selling this course. But uh, back to observing people, though. Yeah, is you need that visual if you want to up your game to the next level. Sometimes you don't know what that is. So by observing people who are where you want to be or on the path where you want to go, just observing it. So it's like that the car on the mirror. You visualize Mm -hmm. and you just you just kind of see what they're doing, and that gives you some ideas, and that gives you the drive when you feel a little a little lost. You can say, you know, I observe this and and kind of take that step towards that. So that's one one step. I just want to add to that because I love it. Something that I've found really helpful for me in creativity, which is another topic I've spent a lot of time researching and learning about because creativity is really important to me, is if you want to expand your mind and get some more creative ideas, observe people in a category that is different than your category. Uh So if you want to be a better boss, maybe study some artists Mm -hmm. and then you apply some principles from these artists in your life. Or, you know, a more direct comparison is if you want to be a better boss, maybe read about some parenting techniques. Mm -hmm. And not to say that if you're a boss, you're like parents, right? But there are these like different mediums in different fields. And that's like one way to get really good ideas and stimulate your brain. But this all like is backed up with research. If you study human behavior, human 
teens need to see behavior modeled. Yeah. And, and that's how children learn and adults who reach higher levels of mental development. Yeah. That having behavior modeled is, is part of what can bring you there. Sure. Right? Yep, cool. Number two, observe the people who are where you want to be. Number three, I have invest in yourself. Now, one of my catchphrases that is viral on the internet is invest in people who invest in you. Spend your time and energy on the people who are spending emotional time and energy on you. Don't sit around worrying about all the people who didn't invite you to their party. It's a black hole. It's a black hole. But just as important as investing in the people who are investing in you is investing in yourself. So I mean investing in yourself time. I mean investing in yourself money. I mean, you really need to invest yourself. And that's honestly the point of this podcast is that when you invest in yourself and you take better care of yourself, you're better able to serve those around you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting. People who don't want to face their demons and don't want to face their problems, I think are the first people to point at you and say, you're a narcissist. You're obsessed with yourself if you're into Mm self-improvement. Because yeah, of course, you can become a narcissist if it's all about the outcome and the end result being to serve you. But I think it's like, what are your intentions? Right. The other thing that I wanted to point out is money. And we have a really awesome podcast episode. I don't remember the number. I think it's, I think 16. it's 16. 16. Yeah. That's talking about money. And we quote Jen Sincero from You're a Bad A at Making Money. And we, again, we edit that because if the children are listening, we love your children. But I wanted to share this quote from her about spending money on yourself because I think as soon as you tell someone to invest in themselves and spend money on themselves, they might be saying, well, I'm saving, I'm trying to get out of debt. And those are all really good things, right? We're not promoting going into debt. But I really, really like Jen Sincero's point. Money is here for us to enjoy. And if you save all of it, it's spent before you've even made it, which is fun free. In order to go make money, you have to have energy. You need excitement and emotion around it. If the second it comes in, it just goes into your savings account, you're not going to have that energy to make more. Decide what's really, really important to you and exciting for you to spend money on and let yourself have it while you save. It'll raise your frequency around money. It will make you more excited to bring money in and that's what you need. Mm-hmm. I, I think her. this is so true. And that's why I also think that spending money can be a really emotional process. This is something that I've tried to be really sensitive about. My courses, they have an introductory price that is $100 less than the regular price. I really try to put myself in the place of the person buying the course. And I got this awesome comment from somebody who said, I just bought the course and I'm crying. I know exactly what she meant because earlier this year, I bought a really expensive online course, the one that I didn't finish, (laughs) which was really good. You know, I bought it and I started sobbing and it wasn't the money. It was that it was so many things. It was like, I was admitting that I needed help. Mm -hmm. It was that it was admitting that I was going to take myself seriously. Yeah. It was admitting that I was putting my money where my mouth is. Like, I am a professional and here I am investing in myself as a professional. I think it can also be... For me, a lot of times, maybe spending the money on something like that, the hardest part is I I couldn't do it all on my own. I couldn't do it all on my own. And it's like this humbling thing because I actually really like spending money. And if you don't like spending money, I think then it can come from that that scarcity or that fear. Mm -hmm. But like we said, if you want to grow and you want to take whatever it is to the next level, like Jen Sincero says, you put your energy around it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if you want to have a better relationship with your husband, but you're always so worried about spending money. It's like if you decide to spend that money on some sexy lingerie or going out to like a really fun breakfast, that is putting energy around your relationship. Mm-hmm. And that is going to take- all good ideas, by the way. Yeah. But- <laughs> And that is going to take your relationship to the next level because that is where you're putting the energy. I think that was my biggest takeaway from Jen Sincero's book is that money is energy. And you think about it as energy. You can't be so scared to spend it that you're just holding on to it. You can't just spend it and let it flow everywhere. You just have to have this like balance. It's good to have a reserve, but it's not good to have it hoarded. Yeah. It's a mindset. 
Yeah. It really doesn't matter how much you have. It's the mindset of money. And you know what? This tip number three was invest in yourself. And I think sometimes that I can feel this way. I don't feel this way about money where I hoard it, but I feel this way about time Mm -hmm. is that I have a tendency to hoard my time because I value my time so much and I get so worried that I'm wasting time and I want to be efficient with time. But sometimes I realize if I'm hoarding my time and holding on to it so tightly, there's not that free flow, that exchange and and I'm not able to accomplish what I want is much. Do you know what? I don't know. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, totally. So, okay. So number three was invest in yourself. Number four. Okay. Number four is drop a blah habit and replace it with a killer one. I love this. The habit that I dropped was wasting late night hours on, I don't know, on my phone or TV. Mm. And I replaced it with getting up earlier and going on runs and listening to audiobooks. Yeah. And it was just one thing. That was one thing I did. Tell I- everyone about the app. Have you told them about the app you use? What app? Your little one that controls your life that tells you the time you oh. spend on your phone. Yeah, I don't the, think the, we've told them a, about the, that. Yeah, there's an app called Moment. Moment. I don't use it. I don't really want to, but he loves it. <laughs> well, you're just scared to change. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> it, it. It basically tracks your phone usage and app usage and helps you set goals to get off your phone. And I have drastically like claimed hours of my day back for myself and for my family. It's been life-changing. We'll talk about that another time, but that is awesome. That was another one. Yeah, but, but I um, think that's good to share. It's called Moment. Yeah, Moment. Again, we have no affiliation no with affiliation, them. but I highly support this. I think it's free and if and you can donate if you want, but taking yourself to the next level doesn't have to be so many drastic things. It can be one thing at a time. And so drop- I think that's a really yeah. good point. I think that if you do too much at once, it'll all crumble down and you'll just go back to what you feel safe with. Okay. For example, the minor freak out I was having is I'm trying to take my business to the next level. I'm trying to take my marketing to the next level. I'm trying to take my personal life to the next level. And- I don't have the resources to sustain that much growth right now. So maybe as you're listening to these seven tips we're giving you, pick one to start with. Yeah, drop and, and, <laughs> and just drop something that, be honest with yourself and drop something that's that's just not helping your life. Mm-hmm. So we got like a little stomach bug over the weekend and also Stranger Things 2 came out well, over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, never, never not watch that. Yeah, never not watch Stranger Things or Stranger Things 2. But I was in bed all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Honestly, I think I had run my body ragged too. Launching the courses. We had the funeral last week. We talked about that in the last episode. Just all the emotional and mental energy that went into sustaining all of the things we were doing. Saturday and Sunday, like literally I didn't get out of bed for two days. Um, And I also had a stomach bug. But the whole point of that is I watched a whole ton of TV and Monday morning rolled around and I felt better, but it was like that Whole, that habit that all day at work I was like oh, I just want to go home and watch a show and I was like oh it's a real drug it is a drug and, and it, I don't want to get so preachy because no, we love fine. TV oh no we totally watch TV we love you TV <laughs> but yeah drop something being really drop, thoughtful about it drop something blah and replace it with a killer habit I love that okay number five is up the people around you. So we've talked about this before, and I'm sure you've heard it before, that you are the sum total of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I think about that a lot. It comes from Jim Rohn, self development guy. And it's popularized by a lot of different self-help people. And I started wondering, is that even true? Or is that something we all just kind of say? It feels true. And I notice a difference, the people that I spend my time, my energy with, right, that they affect how I am. So I kind of found an explanation for why it is true. It borrows from the law of averages, which is the theory that the result of any given situation will be the average of all outcomes. So the result of your life, right, or the result of your actions is kind of like the average of the people that you're spending your time making those actions with. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And so I liked having that backed up a little bit, that you are the sum total of the people you spend your time with. And I've heard that about weight. I've heard that about looks. I've heard that about money. I've heard that about life achievement. The people you spend your time with are kind of like an average of what your life is going to be like. 
And I loved seeing that, oh, it's borrowing from the law of averages, and that's where the validity of that comes from. So you might interact with a lot of people, but the few who are the closest to you, they have the greatest impact in your way of thinking and your your decisions. And I think a lot of times we can get in a place where we're like, I can't control the five people that I spend my most time with. That's kind of true and kind of not true. Let's say you have a coworker or you have an in-law who you're like, I don't want them to be influencing my life. Okay. And I, I have to like, let's say you live with an in-law. This is a total hypothetical situation. Yeah. But I, I have had a couple of questions come through my inbox. Like I have this interaction with my in-laws or a coworker and they don't want to invest in that person. They don't want that person to be influenced in their life, but that person is physically placed in their life. And I think my response to that would be back to my point of invest in people who invest in you. So you might be physically spending a lot of time with someone, but you don't have to emotionally invest in that person. Mm -hmm. You can acknowledge them as a human, appreciate them and give them love without trusting them with your most vulnerable ideas and thoughts, you know, sharing too much in-depth conversation with them. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't sound terrible. No, the the love can still be unconditional with whomever. Yeah. But you don't you don't have to trust them with a certain part of your you know of yourself. Yeah, of yourself that that's not safe. Maybe. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I've had to learn is I am so excited and willing to just give every part of myself to everyone. And for some reason, I thought that I was being a bad person or withholding by not just letting everybody have everything. And it was killing you. And and it it was actually killing me. Yeah, it was through anxiety and mental anguish. It it truly was killing me. Which you shall know it by its fruits. The result of living life that way led me to almost want to kill myself. So it's not a good way to live. (laughs) But back to, you know, taking your life to the next level, looking at the people that you surround yourself with. And like Eric said, observing people who you want to make your life more like. I feel like this is a good time for me to talk a little bit more about my courses. And then we're going to finish it off with our last two points. These courses are for people who are trying to build something online or trying to build something, a business or in person. I honestly think that these courses are so effective for somebody who like owns a grocery store or a clothing store, but they're also effective. I have real estate agents and nonprofits who are trying out the courses. The whole point of them is how to work with other people to grow. Because I realized that over the last 10 years, when I stopped trying to do everything myself, that's when I grew. It's not about hiring. It's not about finding the people to hire. It's about strategic relationships and partnerships so that you can grow. So the courses are built in two ways. There's how to work with influencers to grow your brand. And I interview influencers and I interview other company and business owners. And I ask them, how have you worked with influencers? Influencers. How much do you pay influencers? What has been effective? Is it effective? Uh, should other people do it? What have been your most successful marketing campaigns? And the reason why I feel like these are so important and revolutionary is nobody is sharing these details. Nobody is sharing specifics because it's a it's really personal information. Mm-hmm. And also influencers at conferences, they, they're under contract a lot of times. They can't get up and say, I charged this much money for a campaign. And I think maybe they feel like they're bragging if they're saying, how much money. But then it creates this big problem where nobody knows how much to charge. Nobody knows what other people are charging and people don't know effective ways to reach out to other people. So as I was teaching my build an awesome brand workshop, these were the top questions. Influencers who are like, well, I use this product and I love it and I want to know how to reach out with them and I want to know how to ask to get paid and I want to know how to create these partnerships and feeling tentative and not sure how to do it. And then also brands saying, I think influencers are going to screw me over or I don't know how to reach out to them or I feel stupid or I feel needy. And that's just on a very basic level. And then people will take it to a higher level. They were like, is it worth 
it? How do I measure those results? So the result is these two audio courses. I followed this after the up the people who are around you because I think one of the ways to up the people you spend your time with is to read their stories and to hear from them, to listen to them on podcasts, to listen to their stories through the audio courses that I made, to read autobiographies, to spend time with people, meaning learn about them doesn't mean you have to be best friends with them, right? Right. And so that's one reason why I think that these courses are so effective. That's how the courses are formatted. There's nine audio sessions in each course. And then what we did is we created notes around everything that everybody said. So it's not just the experts that I'm interviewing. It's also me sharing my personal experience in my 10 years. Mm -hmm. And also this entire year, I've worked with multi-million dollar business owners and I have access to all these amazing resources. So I'm sharing everything I've learned from everybody and my personal experience. So each course has nine audio sessions and then there's 20 pages of notes that we created that like break down people are saying like step by step so that you can follow and apply it. Then there's also a 20 page textbook in each course. So each course has 40 pages of PDFs that you can download that have marketing strategies and different things you can implement. There's templates. And there's templates. templates. So then one step further is we teach you the principles for reaching out to people and we share lots of different opinions Mm -hmm. because what works for someone isn't necessarily going to work for Allison, but what works for Ashley might work for you. And there's Miranda, right? There's all these different people. And then we share some templates that you can copy and paste to pitch people. And this is the funniest part. As I have been talking about these courses, I've been getting more people pitching me saying, hey, we want you to do this. And I'm like, they're pitching me as I'm selling the courses on how to pitch people. And they're pitching me in like a really ineffective way. And I want to be like, you really need my course. But like, (laughs) I don't want to be rude, you know, but I'm like. Because you're dismissing the information and you just want to talk about the format of how they're talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the thing is, is like the course would be worth it if you got one person to partner up with you, like period. Oh, yeah. Like. And we I inter- still think it's way underpriced. It, it is way underpriced because I want people to be able to have it because it benefits everybody. Allison wants everyone to be successful. Well, genuinely, and and not just from an altruistic point, the more people who are killing it, the more it benefits me. So look at me being selfish. Then there's also the the templates for the course on how to work with brands to build your empire. We have a template for a media kit. Mm-hmm. And for the how to work with influencers to build your brand, we have pricing structures, suggested marketing plans. You have a lawyer who talks about contracts. And then we also have an interview with an attorney, which by the way, like hourly for an attorney is like the price of the course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. And then she gives a sample contract that you can use. So go to allisonsbrandschool.com. It's all on the sales page. And over the next two weeks, I'm going to be doing some free trainings online and I'll have live Q&A sessions so you can ask me more questions about it. But this is how I am monetizing. Just so yeah, you know. We don't take sponsors. Because- We're not taking sponsors because I want to create value. And I think the way to create value for me is to help other people create value in their lives. So I really appreciate it if you go to allisonsbrandschool.com and check it out and see if it's for you. You can get one course or you can bundle both of them for an amazing introductory price. I have been so flattered and excited and thrilled with the reviews that are already coming in. People saying like, literally what I wanted people to say is, this is the information that I needed. This is the information that I wanted that I could get nowhere else. Yeah. And it's here. And that's what people have been saying. Yeah. I'm super excited about those courses. If you want to take your brand, your business, whatever it is you're doing to the next level, I suggest you check them out. Okay. And our word from our sponsors is over. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. Number six. Okay. I love this. Okay. This is one of my favorite things. Enjoy how hard it is to grow. A lot of people. Did you hear my heavy sigh? Yeah. Human nature. We don't like suffering. We don't want to hurt. But guess what? If you realize that how hard you hurt is how good it is becoming and how much you're changing, then it's such a good, beautiful thing. Don't run or hide from the pain of growth. If you can view the pain of growth as a beautiful thing, it won't be pain. It will hurt so good. So for example- Did you write that down? Yeah, I wrote that down. Say that again. I like it. Don't run or hide from the pain of growth. If you can view the pain of growth as a beautiful thing, it won't be pain. It will hurt so good. Eric, that was so 
good. Thanks. Good job, babe. Okay, so my point is, though, <laughs> I remember when I first started getting up early to run, it sucked. Yeah. It hurt. My yeah. body hurt. But I also... Hurt so good. It hurt so good. But <laughs> I just loved it because I saw the changes that were happening. And even if it weren't, the changes weren't as fast as I wanted, I knew that the pain equaled the growth. Yeah. And it's just something to relish in. And once you view it as a, like an awesome thing, it doesn't hurt. It's actually something that you're like, yeah, I love the pain. Yeah. I love it. It feels good. I know I'm growing. So that's my tip. Take it to the next level. Don't run and hide from the pain of change. Well, and enjoy it. what's funny is that we do entire podcast episodes, like episode 34, which is uh, the biggest secret of adulthood. And the secret is nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. So we'll do an entire podcast episode on it. And then I sit down and I feel like I'm failing because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for me, sometimes I feel like the pain, when I feel that pain, I think it means I'm doing it wrong. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're growing. No, and, and that's what it is. It's like, I'm not afraid of the pain. I'm like, cool. I'm like a masochist. I'm like, yeah, let it hurt. But I think that the pain and the struggle is indicative of that I'm an idiot and I must be doing it wrong. So it goes back to viewing the pain, like how yes, you're going to perceive exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So I'm just begging everyone, please perceive it as something beautiful because that's what it will become. And on that same note, I found this quote and it's from Jeffrey R. Holland. It totally is on point with this. If for a while, the harder you try, oh, why am I crying? (laughs) If for a while, the harder you try, the harder it gets, take heart. So it has been with the best people who ever lived. Yep. I think, yeah, I just feel like crying because sometimes I feel like the harder I try to take things to the next level, the harder it gets, which was what the freak out was about before the podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying so hard to take things to the next level. And the resistance equals that. Yes. And you feel it and you get overwhelmed. Yes. And it's not that I'm doing anything wrong. Well, I'm sure I'm doing some things wrong and can be better, right? But it's not an indication that I am wrong and bad because it is getting harder even when I try harder. That's that's just it. It's kind of the law of the universe. It is the law. It's it's the yin and the yang. The the negative will increase as the positive increases. Right. And that's why people don't want to take their life to the next level. Because it's pretty easy and safe to be numb in your bed watching TV. Yeah. And like I just said, you're so afraid that that negative is going to increase that it just maybe doesn't seem worth it to increase the positive. Which just brings me to the Viktor Frankl quote that is my life motto. For the world is in a bad state and will become worse still unless each of us does our best. So why do you have to try to take it to the next level? Because if you're not doing your best, the world is in a bad state and it's just going to become worse still. Yeah. Okay. Number seven is, I feel like we've talked about this, but again, it's that valuing your time. It's just valuing your time. And I love, you know, how do you value your time? I liked Eric's suggestion of drop a blah habit and replace it with a killer one. How do you value your time? You invest in yourself and you spend time and money on things that are good for you. How else do you value your time? You up the level of the people who are around you so you're not wasting your time with people who drag you down. I feel like valuing your time is the end all be all because when you're valuing your time, you're valuing your life you're valuing your contribution you're valuing your energy when it's very finite and how you take care of finite things Mm. speaks volumes about who you are and your priorities love that yeah it is a it is a measurable thing that so many of the concepts that we talk about are abstract. And so that's why I love when we can take it into a concrete thing. And that's why I think um, I like ending with that as number seven is valuing your time is a very concrete, measurable, finite thing. Yeah. And there's not a ton of it. So while you have it, up your game, learn. Yeah. Make the time the best it can be. Because I just feel like The biggest takeaway from the past month is you just don't know when that time is going to be taken from you Mm -hmm. and you don't know and, and not in a scary doomsday type of way, right? Like you don't know when you're not going to have the capacity to be learning and investing and talking about all these fun self-help things because something really hard 
could strike and it's going to take all of your resources and all of your energy but it's like the what is it the little hen building up the the hay the little red hen the little red hen like you're building up a storage you're building oh, up yeah, a reserve yeah. right yeah. now that is going to make you better able to handle life's ups and downs and and help others most and importantly exactly and help others so i just want to recap those really quick for you guys how to up your game take things to the next level. Number one, we talked about learning. And I I just want to share this quote again. If you're not in the process of becoming the person you want to be, you're automatically engaged in becoming the person you don't want to be. Dale Carnegie. Number two was observe the people who are where you want to be. Notice that Eric said observe. He didn't say compare. He didn't say roll around on the floor and feel bad because you're not where they want to be. Just observe them. Be excited for them and learn from them. Three is invest in yourself. And we shared that quote from Jensen Chero that um, money is energy. And in order to make more money and make more of what you want, you need to put that money, that energy towards it, right? Mm -hmm. Number four was drop a blah habit and replace it with a killer one. Number five was up the people around you. You are the sum total of the five people you spend your time with. Easy to remember. That was number five, five people. Think about those people and... It might be um, reading their stories, listening to them. It doesn't mean you just have to spend physical time with them. Number six was enjoy how hard it is to grow. Hurt so good is what Eric talked about. And number seven was value your time. And sometimes I get so overwhelmed because I'm trying to do so much and I want to be so good at it and I want to be the best and I want to grow and I want to make the world a better place and I want to make all the money and solve all the world's problems. And it can be a really overwhelming. So then I asked myself this question, (laughs) what's the one thing I can do this day to feel like I've won? And I think we've shared that before. I'm not sure, but it doesn't matter because I forget it (laughs) day to day and week to week. And what's the one thing? What's the one thing before this day, this very day today that you're listening to the podcast? What's the one thing you can do today that when you go to bed tonight, you're going to feel like, okay, I won the day. I did that one thing. And let that one thing be enough. Because, you know, that famous quote, people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a lifetime. So we hope that these seven ideas help you take whatever it is you want to the next level. Again, I want to thank our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Who are they? I hear they're great. Allison'sBrandSchool.com. Allison with one L. And I want to let you guys- I heard she's super hot. Is that true? Um, It just depends on the day and who you're asking. But I want to let you guys know that these courses are only open until November 17th. And the introductory price will end on November 17th. And I'm going to take down the courses for several months. And then I will reintroduce the courses. And they will be at their regular rate. And so you have until November 17th. So there's no time like the present. (laughs) And now we want to... Do a review? Well, we two. promised two, I think. Oh, that's right. We're going to do two because we got so excited that you guys are now able to leave reviews on iTunes on your phone. On your phone. So iTunes updated, whatever something updated, make sure you update and you can scroll to the very bottom of our podcast and there is a little box that says leave a review and you can leave a review We appreciate it so much. We have an I'm Doing Awesome Tumblr, a New Shack CD, and we send those to the people that we read the review of. Send us an email at, what is it? Awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. Why I picked these is because these people both are upping their games right now. Mm. You'll see what I mean. This is by Jenna Zena. Look at me. I'm writing a review. And then the quotation, she says, I can hear Eric's voice reading this now. So okay, she, she's she's smart. Her. Yeah, she's yeah. smart. This podca- <laughs> she was visualizing what she wanted to have See, happen. Exactly. This podcast is nothing short from awesome. Allison and Eric's voices are like peanut butter and chocolate mixed together in one <laughs> delicious peanut butter cup. Listening to the two of them share personal experiences about challenges and growth have helped me break out of my comfort zone and focus and push new boundaries. Five stars. She's, get, she's, she's getting uncomfortable. We love Good that. Good for her. 
Sure. Thank you. That was really nice. Okay. This next one is from the modern dad. He tied- I know Jason. Hey, Did Jason. you know that we know Jason? We love Jason. No, but do you know? Yeah, I he know He was him. at the workshop. I know. Okay. And he made a killer hey, review. That's why I picked it. The title is, It's Not Just for the Ladies. Ayo. Allison and Eric have become a part of me, and this week they took it to hey, a whole- Wait, that reminds me of Wayne's World when Garth is talking about his underwear, and he goes- after a while, it becomes a part of me. <laughs> yes, that's okay, a good sorry, visual. Sorry. Uh, Allison and Eric have become a part of me, and this week they took it to a whole new level. I'm the guy that's completely emotionless, and this week they broke it yes. in, in the first few seconds of their podcast. But 95% of the time, they have me laughing, learning, and always wanting to do what I can to, to create my empire. Not only are the things they say valuable and can be applied to everything I'm doing, but their book reviews have changed my life. Every year for Christmas, my in-laws buy us a book or two because they want us to read more. Well, I've picked a book either by a celebrity or a Kardashian. Not this year. I love Jason so much. <laughs> I now have a list I will present this Christmas and can't wait. Thanks for being- I am so glad. I don't want to like throw shade on the Kardashians, but I'm glad we upped your literary level. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> awesome yourself and am all about sharing and caring i share this podcast with everyone i know because everyone i know needs it keep up the great work and you're already as awesome as you need to be he basically wrote everything in there that makes allison happy i'm very happy too but i mean emotional i just knew that that would that would be important to her to hear that thank you jason that was really kind and he already has a tumbler from coming to the workshop so you're gonna get another tumbler he he can now clink him with his wife yes We want to thank you guys so much for leaving reviews and also thank you. People have been sharing on Instagram stories and tagging me and also leaving really nice comments. And we we say sharing is caring because the greatest way to thank a content creator is to share their content because that way we can reach more people, grow our empire for awesome. Oh, I also want you guys to know that I've thought of a name for all of us who uh, listen to the podcast or follow along with the things I do online. It's our club. It's our club, and it's called The Awesome Empire. Isn't that so good? So you guys are now part of The Awesome Empire, and we want to thank you for being a part of The Awesome Empire, where we're all trying to help each other be, feel, and do a little more awesome. So you're all part of The Awesome Empire. We are so excited to have you, and we really hope that after listening to this podcast, you feel a little more awesome than you did before. Only you? No, I just was starting to cry. Okay, I want to remind you guys, only you can be you, and you're already as awesome as you need to be. And and what I mean by that is that awesomeness that we talk about, it's already there. The point of all this that we're doing is to help you feel it and realize it and act on it. So, only you can be you, and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric? me off give us a song take us out i'm I'm gonna go a little bit different direction today the theme song that goes along with her all the branding for her new audio courses oh yeah was was written by my buddy and and business partner Stuart maxfield and uh we're creating pleasant pictures music club which we'll be releasing later this year that you're gonna want to be a part of it if you're a content creator anyway this is the song in all its glory that accompanies all of allison's content and advertising for her it's really fun it's like my theme song right now it's called you back.